Soccer Saturday. Brought to you by Honda. Proud to be the automotive sponsors of Indy 11. And by Community Health. Dream big, work hard, finish strong. Now here's your host, Greg Rakestraw. There is no holiday for us on this show. It is Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. In previous years, we have done kind of some best of compilations over the Thanksgiving holiday. No, no. Uh, you've been waiting for off-season Indy 11 news, and it finally arrived this week. The entire coaching staff is back. Martin Ruddy, Juan Guerra, Phil Presser, etc. And six players are back. There will be more. But the first six names that played for the Indy 11 in 2020 that will play so in, or do so in 2021 have all been announced. Tyler Pasher, back-to-back leading goal scorer for the team. Ioze is back for year number four, as is Jordan Farr, back for a fourth season with the Indy 11. Carl Haworth is back for a second season. Josh Penn for his first full season, but really the third different year. He has been a part of the club, and the same can be said for a third-year member of the crew in Neville Hackshaw, who of course has been first and second team all-league as a defender. Those are the first six back. There are many more to come. Carl Haworth will be on the show with us. Martin Rennie will be on the show with us. And to mix things up, to make it not just all in the 11, but we talk the big fasts of American soccer that are taking place right now. Still in the afterglow, the way the U.S. men's national team looked a week or two ago. The man was on the call of both of those games and has the craziness that is Major League Soccer playoff action. John Strong from Fox Sports. Nice to join us on the program today. And we will talk about the unfortunate news from the world of soccer that, of course, has been uh, first and foremost on the thoughts of soccer fans' minds since Wednesday, and that is the untimely passing of one of the legends of the game Game, Diego Maradona at the age of 60 and I will share with you my memories of him it comes from the 86 World Cup because it's really the first soccer that I had a chance to watch on television I was nine years old back in 86 and the World Cup was in Mexico and uh, obviously he led Argentina to the championship uh, during that World Cup run there was the amazing run through England uh, there was the hand of God over England as well and then there's everything from an off-field standpoint but strictly from an on-field perspective um, you don't have to you don't get past one hand. We're talking about the greatest players that have ever played the game, and Diego Maradona is in that group. And he passed away at the age of 60, and we'll ask some of our guests their thoughts on the life and legacy of Diego Maradona on the program today. But as we always do, we may be thinking globally, we act locally. And that means we start off by talking about the Indy 11. Martin Rennie's back, and he joins us next. It's Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Tullamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew, Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant & Sons, Inc. New York, New York. The holidays are bustling with activity. Handle it all with happy Honda days. Bringing skis to the cabin? The Honda CRV and HRV make it easy. Take on the season with financing as low as 0.9% APR on the 2020 CRV and as low as 1.9% APR on the 2021 HRV on select models for well qualified buyers. See dealer for financing details. The cost of health care can be intimidating, but with the Pricing Support Center from Community Health Network, you get real people providing real estimates based on your specific health care coverage, so you'll know the cost of your care beforehand. Whatever you need, from x-rays to surgery, you can be confident about your health and sure of what it costs. Learn more about Community's Pricing Support Center at ecommunity.com slash pricing. Community Health Network. Exceptional care. Simply delivered. Stand by me. What if it were your job to make the world a more beautiful, colorful place? At PPG, they think that's something everyone needs to do. PPG creates, invents, and formulates amazing paints, coatings, and materials so they can make the world run faster, stronger, fresher, smarter, cooler, lighter, greener, and better for the next generation that comes along. PPG, protecting and beautifying the world. 
Crown Plaza, Indianapolis, downtown Union Station is proud to be the official hotel of the Indy 11. With over 55,000 square feet of function space, including the exquisite Grand Hall Ballroom, you'll experience superior customer service and an environment unmatched for character, history, and ambiance. After your event or meeting, retire to one of 273 upscale overnight rooms, including authentic Pullman train car guest rooms. For more information, call the Crown Plaza, Indianapolis, downtown at 236-7458. Have you been to the hottest new brewery in town? Recently voted Best New Restaurant by Indianapolis Monthly Magazine, Field Brewing is serving up award-winning beers with a chef-driven, one-of-a-kind menu. On their bright, unique campus, Field Brewing uses only fresh, high-quality ingredients. It's a family-friendly brewery with outdoor dining, games, and a special event space in a cool and hip atmosphere. If you're looking for something fresh and fun, Field Brewing, located in Westfield, Indiana, is the place for you. Tullamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew, Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant and Sons, Inc. New York, New York. As close as you'll get to the pitch without putting on the cleats. Here's 11 Minutes, presented by your Central Indiana Honda dealers. Proud to be the automotive sponsors of the Indy 11. Welcome back. It is Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. I had a chance earlier this week to converse with Martin Redding. In fact, I spoke with him when I was filling in on the Dan Dockett show on Wednesday afternoon. Literally about 90 minutes after the news was made public of the first six signees for year eight of the Indy 11 Tyler Pasher, Josh Penn, Ioze, Jordan Farr, Neville Hackshaw, and Carl Wimet. We will talk in-depth about all six of those signees. We'll hear from Carl Haworth coming up in the next segment of the show. But here's my conversation with Martin from Wednesday afternoon, where we simply said, hey, it's been a while since we've had a chance to chat. Obviously, you and I have not really had a chance to speak about six or seven weeks, so it's good to converse with you again. Uh, what has been keeping you busy since the end of the season? Yeah, nice to speak to you as well. Um, well, I think mainly recruitment, and I think also just reviewing the season. Obviously, it was such an unusual year this year in terms of the, the schedule and the protocols and the ups and downs that, that we all experienced, I think, in life, not just in, in soccer. So we just were reviewing that and, and you know going into depth about what we did well, what we could do better, what needs to improve, um, things that we learned and so on. Um, and then working on um, you know the recruitment, for example, you know, as you say, we announced six players today. We'll, I'm sure, announce more very soon. Uh, but that takes a lot of work behind the scenes to try and uh, make the right decisions and and yeah, get those players back on board. Uh, we'll talk about all these individuals coming up in a matter of moments. Uh, from a recruitment standpoint, obviously, when it's your own guys and they're all in town, that's one thing, and you've been around them, you know, during uh, you know most of this pandemic, if not all of it. But when you're trying to talk to players from other teams, just how odd is that during these times? Yeah, I think the process is fairly fairly similar. I think that obviously, as we talked about, it's been kind of a, an unusual chain of events with the way the season went, and didn't even manage to get a, a champion in the final right. final uh, look at it all. But um, I think players are are still kind of in that same position where. Um, you know they want to play for a club like Indy 11. They recognise uh, the value of being in front of our fans and in our stadium and at our training facility and living in our uh, city. So there's, whenever we do speak to players and show our interest in them, they're really excited about that. And it's up to us to then make it work. Obviously, they have to be good players in order to get into our team. And, and obviously, we also have a lot of good good, good players here that, that we want to be keeping and working with. So it's just finding that balance. But I think. Um, it, the off season's probably been a little bit slower than than others, just because of everything that's been going on in the world. But I think at the same time, it's starting to ramp up now, and 
for us, we're just focused, I suppose, on our team and what we need and, and how we need to build it. And, and we're enjoying that process and uh, excited about doing it. All right, let's, let's take these one by one. Uh, and, and I will start with Ioze just because he has played with or against the Indy 11 for the longest. He literally has played either against the Indy 11 for four years in our eight-year history or is about to start playing for the Indy 11 for his fourth year. And he does things with the soccer ball that I see no one else do at this level. And he also seems to be defying father times. I'm pretty sure he just celebrated a birthday, but you wouldn't know he's in his mid-30s. Um, what is it about him that, that makes it a kind of a no-brainer decision to bring him back for at least one more year? Yeah, he's just a, a really quality player and a quality person. And so those, those that combination is really what we're all looking for when it comes to whether it be a soccer team or another sports team or a business. Uh, we're looking for those high, highly skilled people who are also very high character and, and Iozzi fits the bill there uh, for sure. Um, he's certainly you know, been one of the best players in, in our league and in the previous league, the NASL yep. that you referred to. And, uh, you know, he doesn't show any signs of, of slowing down. He's very professional, works extremely hard to stay stay on top of his, his game and stay healthy. So we're looking forward to having him again. And, uh, you know, there, there's top players in the world now that are playing for longer and longer. And if they take good care of themselves, then I think there's no reason why they can't do that. And that's what we're finding, finding with Iozzi for sure. Next guy to ask about is your leading goal scorer. Each of the last two years, another lethal left foot having Tyler Pasher back in the fold again. It'll be his fourth year. His first year was, was limited due to injury, but it will be his fourth season here uh, playing for the boys in blue. Being able to bring back your leading goal scorer, you know, kind of back-to-back years, what does that mean to you? Yeah, I think he's a player who's developed a lot over the time that he's been here, and obviously we've seen uh, great things from him. He's got that individual ability to do things that other players can't do, and uh, the fact that he... He um, can put the ball in the back of the net is always a, is a great skill and something that always excites the fans and, and coaches and, and teammates. So, um, yeah, I think he's a player who can just keep getting better. He's got fantastic attributes, great talent, and, uh, again, someone who I think can keep improving. Uh, and a guy that is viewed, even though he plays a different position, a guy that's probably viewed on equal skill level, especially from a league-wide standpoint, because the last couple of years he's been either first-team or second-team all-league. Neville Hackshaw will be playing for your team for a third consecutive season. What's it mean to have him back? Yeah, obviously he's been a player who has been consistently at the top of the, the rankings of our whole league for those, the whole time he's been with us and even the season before we managed to get him here. Um, again, a very talented player, a player who um, I think was one of the highest in the whole league for distribution. So in other words, he's on the ball, he's helping us keep possession, he's passing the ball into good areas. He's very, very solid defensively, very good on his 1v1s and Again, you know, a key a, a key character, a guy who, um, you know, is, his teammates enjoy being around and, and someone that lifts the place, so, you know, lifts the, lifts the room when he comes into it. So, again, a very, very key player for us. And, you know, I think the exciting thing for us is just as we're starting to name through these, these first six and yep. you knowing, you know, what's coming down the line is we're really, we're talking about some of the best players in the league and, and the fact that they're, they're going to be back with us is, is, is really exciting. Let me ask you about Carl Haworth. And again, we saw flashes from Carl, you know, injury, unfortunately, cost him, if not half the season, pretty darn close to it. You, you would see plays being made, but not maybe as consistently as they were early in the campaign for him. What do you expect from Carl in your number two with the Indy 11? I think being in his second year will really help him. I think if you, uh, you know, if you can cast your mind all the way back to the first game of the season, um, it was just, uh, you know, we saw a lot of yeah. what we would expect to see, where he set up a goal uh, with a great assist, and then he scored a fantastic goal, and he had another chance that that just missed, and he was just dominating the the right side of the field. And I think then we went into a four month lockdown. That's difficult when you're in a new city. You don't really know anyone, of course, your teammates, but you're kind of shut away from them. You're away from friends and family, um, and and then you're you know coming back. He 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 was looking fantastic in training, and then got injured almost immediately. And because the season was so so short, there wasn't much time to recover and get back up to full full form and full speed. But 
I have no doubt that he'll be a major contributor for us. I think he's one of the most talented players in the league in any position, uh, but certainly in his position out there on that right-hand side. And I think also he's a player who can play a few different positions. And depending on the makeup of the squad and the length, you know, hopefully a full-length season, he's a player who could move into a few different roles. And he's done that in the past for Ottawa, where he's played most of it, or maybe even all of his career before coming here. So. Yeah, really, again, it's exciting when you're naming the names that you are. And, <laughs> and, and, and you know, not, you just can't take it for granted that we've got players of that caliber. So it's really great to be a coach of players like that. I'm going to lump the next two guys together, although they are at different stages of their careers, uh, just because they're still young guys. You know, and keepers always play longer anyway. Jordan Farr is now four years removed from playing college soccer. Uh, and he'd be a starter on a lot of other teams. He only played one time last year as the backup to Evan Newton, but you know how capable he is the amount of matches he got in 2018. And then you bring back Josh Penn, who I think the plan was he's going to kind of join you or join somebody in 2021. There's no fall college soccer at the men's division one level, more or less. And so he went, goes ahead and, and leaves college here early and rejoins the club after playing as an amateur the year before to have young, dynamic, talented guys far as a goalkeeper, Penn playing a field position. Your thoughts about having those guys under contract for next year? Yeah, I think it's really important for for any club to have young players coming through the system. And I think that we not only have those two, but we do have others, um, again, that will be announced in due course. And I think that they bring a certain energy and a certain drive. They've got the the ambition to, to really develop in their career and to play at a higher level. If you think about Jordan Farr first, you know, he came in, really completely unknown from a very small college um, and was injured in his first pre-season game that he ever, ever played for us with a pretty major shoulder injury that required surgery and really cost him most of his first year. But he's really become a fan's favourite without even playing all the games, which is really, that says a lot about him as a person, but also about the talent that he has. And I think last season was probably... He would have been one of the players that that was affected in a negative sense more than others because in a in a 34 game season with open cup games and with playoffs and so on, you would expect to see more of Jordan than the one game that we did see him. And the one game was really it wasn't even necessarily forced upon us. It was just we wanted to get him get him in in the game. And so I think that. He's a he's a very talented player, very talented athlete, really positive person, and a guy who I think the fans really um, connect to really well. And so having him um, back, and and again, as you say, as a goalkeeper, he's still quite young. Um, but in a normal season, then there's a chance where he could maybe play a little bit more, develop more, and who knows what can happen. I think he's getting to that point where he's challenging more and more for that for that position to be the the starting goalkeeper. That's not an easy task. Um, given the resources and the players that we have but he's, he's someone who's right in the mix and then Josh Penn I believe he's one of the most talented young players in the country for us to have him here on our on our team is, is, is a great privilege I think that he's someone who can really take off to the next level I, I know the level he was at before he left our team uh, to go to Indiana University just over a year ago um, although maybe it's more than that I, I just seems hard to right. track time at the moment <laughs> but, but now that he's back um, I really believe that he's someone who can impact the USL and can have a major impact on our team. He's a very dynamic player. He's a player who can create chances. He's, he's a player who can score goals. But he's also a player who works extremely hard on, on the defensive side of the ball, the pressing side of the ball. And he's again, he's a really good kid, nice character. And I think he's now going to learn uh, more and more about what it means to be a professional. And if we can help him do that, then I really believe we've got a, a fantastic talent on our hands. And, and hopefully we can play an important part in just helping his career develop and, and watch him go on to, to really play at a high level. And that's that's what he's capable of. And that's what we need to try and help him achieve. All right. Those are just the first six. There will frankly be more uh, that will be announced in the upcoming days that are coming back from last year's Indy 11. There, of course, will be new names that will be brought into the mix as well, and that will take place over the course of, of the next couple of weeks for the most part. Martin Rennie, our guest, Greg Rakestraw, in for Dan Dockich here on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. A couple quick things, and then we'll let you go. Big picture. What do you say, hey, this has got to be different or better in 2021 than it was in 2020? Or really, is it simply a matter of, hey, you had 16 games in 2020. Do you feel that the largely the team you had and the way you played, that if you had a, a more normal schedule, things would have worked out differently for your team? 
Yeah, I think, you know, for, first of all, it, I just want to say as well, like how excited I am about the other players that I know are coming sure. back and that the other players that we're working on bringing that are going to be coming to the club. I think what we're what we're working towards is, is really, uh, I believe, going to be the best team that we've ever had. Now, there's a lot of work to make that happen, but I really believe that's, that's where we're heading, that's where we're trending. I also think that, um, you know, the disappointment of last season, not finishing the season as well as we expected and certainly as well as we, we started, has caused us to really reflect on a number of important areas of the team that we need to improve upon. And so as much as we are very happy with many of the things that we've been doing and we're very happy with how many of the results have been, we're also very aware that, to be the best, you have to improve and you have to get better. And, and we saw certain parts of our game that weren't quite where they needed to be. And so we have to you know, improve our, our standards in training. We have to add a couple of key players in key positions. We have to continue with certainly a lot of the continuity in areas of the team that have been going really well. And I think that, that for us, we look at last season as a chance to really uh, learn a lot of lessons and improve and I think that um, it would be easy to, to kind of say what you were saying at the end there like okay well it was a short season and it was disrupted and those things are are true They're, those are those are facts but I think we don't really look at it that way we look at it in a different perspective which is well we, we set out to do more than we did and we came short so we have to make improvements we have to develop we have to give our fans what they expect and what they're looking for which is for not only Indy 11 to be one of the best teams but to actually be the best team and that's a big challenge that we were really working full steam ahead on I think in the USL this year there's probably quite a lot of teams who feel like they had a really good season and, and are really happy with where they where they are and they're looking forward to next season um, but maybe aren't fully getting the full picture because um, they may not have played some of the games that we had to play. They may not have had the schedule that, that Indy 11 had. And so for us, I think we're taking things so, so seriously to improve and to develop and to take our club to the next level. Um, and obviously, I can't speak for other clubs, but I do wonder if some might be a little blindsided by the, the relative success they had, but may not have been facing the, the challenges we faced week in, week out in our schedule. Coach, as always, a pleasure, my friend. I know because of uh, more player news, you and I will be having these conversations a lot over the next few weeks, and that is certainly a good thing. Have a great holiday. We'll catch up again real soon. All right. Thank you. You too. You Again, folks, this is only just the beginning. I would expect more news as far as returning players next week, which will be why we have Martin on the show again next week. And then we'll start to see the news in terms of uh, just whom else from uh, outside of the Indy 11 family currently will be a member of the Boys in Blue in 2021. One of the guys that we know is coming back is Carl Haworth and he will join us next. Don't forget the voice of Major League Soccer, the U.S. Men's National Team, and more on Fox, John Strong. He'll be joining us later on in the program as well. It is Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. The holidays are bustling with activity. Handle it all with Happy Honda Days. Shopping for that perfect present? The Honda Accord and Civic Sedan can get you there. Take on the season with financing as low as 0.9% APR on the 2020 Accord and as low as 1.9% APR on the 2020 Civic Sedan on select models for well-qualified buyers. See dealer for financing details. At Community Health Network, we know you have a lot to juggle. That's why there's Community MyChart, so you can manage your health on your time. Schedule appointments with your morning coffee. Check your test results during a timeout at the ballgame. Request refills or pay bills while streaming your favorite show. Ask your community provider to sign you up for MyChart today. Learn more at ecommunity.com slash MyChart. Community Health Network. Exceptional care. Simply delivered. Stand by me. Find yourself unemployed? Wondering what's next? If you're ready for a new career, there's no better place to start than Ivy Tech. Ivy Tech is Indiana's community college. We've helped nearly a million people train for high-wage careers with degrees and certificates that you can complete in as little as a few months. Best of all, Ivy Tech's tuition is a fraction of the cost of other colleges, an unmatched value in higher education. In fact, many programs are state-funded and tuition-free. This is the beginning of your new chapter, and Ivy Tech is ready to help you make the most of it. Complete a free application today. 
Experience exclusive living at the Olivia Luxury Residences and Shops. From modern high-end finishes to a luxurious amenities center, elevated pool and aqua lounge. No detail is overlooked in the Olivia Luxury Apartment Residences. Step outside and enjoy great food at Bar Louis, Verde Cantina, Rosie's Cafe, or Sugar Creek Winery. The Olivia is walking distance from the Monon Trail and Carmel's Arts and Design District. Call 317-660-2400 to schedule a tour at the Olivia Apartments today. Need to renew your registration? Skip the line and the stress with 24-hour BMV Connect kiosks. BMV Connect gives Hoosiers the option to visit a kiosk anytime, day or night, seven days a week, and complete multiple BMV transactions. So if your license plate is expiring soon, stop by a BMV Connect kiosk today to print your vehicle registration sticker, renew your driver's license, and more. Find BMV Connect kiosk locations across Indiana at in.gov BMV. BMV Connect. Driven by you. Whether you've got your eye on a road-hugging sports car, a tough-working truck, or a fuel-sipping hybrid, make sure you get a 1.99% APR auto loan from Indiana Members Credit Union, too. There are no application fees and no payments for up to 90 days, so hit the open road or backcountry trail with 1.99% APR financing from IMCU. Visit IMCU.com or your nearest IMCU branch for details. Rates as low as 1.99% APR on purchase or refinance 2018 to 2020 models subject to credit approval. Federally insured by NCUA. That's a way to use your head. It's Soccer Saturday on the Fan, presented by Community Sports Medicine, the official sports medicine provider of the Indy 11. Welcome back. It is Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5, and we can say welcome back because Carl Haworth is going to be with the Indy 11 for a second season, and he is kind enough to join us now on what is, uh, well, it's a holiday weekend for us in the States. Carl's back in Canada. It's just the last weekend in November to him. Good morning, my friend. How you doing? Good morning. I'm doing well, thanks. How are you? I'm good. So, like, in the exchange rate, like, did you celebrate Canadian Thanksgiving while you were still here in October? Maybe you were back in Canada by October, and I wasn't aware of it. Because, again, big holiday for us two days ago. In Canada, Thanksgiving was like a month ago. So, when did you celebrate Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah, we... um what did we do? We had, uh, I think we did some pancakes with some maple syrup just to kind (laughs) of add some Canadian touch to, uh, do it down there. So, uh, yeah, nothing too crazy, but we, we found a way to celebrate. In, In all seriousness, I, other than the date, how is Canadian Thanksgiving different from American Thanksgiving? Um, I, I couldn't tell you. I know we don't take it quite as seriously as, uh, as the Americans do. It's quite the, uh, quite the holiday down there for, for you guys, but, uh, yeah, more or less the same. Same, uh, you know, you spend it with family, you get some good food, and and uh, yeah, just just spend it with the people you love and, and who you're thankful for. So more or less the same. So obviously, uh, season ended October the third. Way too early for all of us. How long did you stick around Indianapolis? How long have you been back in Canada at this point? Yeah, I was around right up until the end of October. We actually left on uh, on Halloween, and then uh, just. Stayed over overnight and split up the drive on the way home. And yeah, I've been back since early November. Obviously, I had the uh, two week quarantine period when we got back here. It's, it's mandatory for everyone coming into Canada. So that was that was a nice little welcome home gift. <laughs> I haven't even I didn't, I didn't contemplate that or think about that. So I, I, of all the various questions I can ask you about not going back and forth between the border, but, you know, hopping at one time and now staying over there for a good chunk yeah. of the offseason. Uh, how, how is it different dealing with COVID-19 where you're from compared to what we're dealing with down here? Uh, yeah, I would say it's probably a little bit more strict in terms of uh, some of the, the rules and, and the guidelines up here. Uh, very limited in terms of any kind of hangouts you have. Uh, and, and anything you do do, it needs to be with the same household. So um, definitely a little bit of an adjustment, but it's it's for the best. So we're, we're adjusting all right. I'm going to say, have you gone stir crazy uh, just yet? You know, we've been lucky. The, the weather's been pretty kind to us so far, so we've been able to, to get outside. And, and we've got our dog as well that we can you know, take on some hikes and that. So... We're keeping busy in, in creative ways, I guess. Again, Carl Haworth, our guest here on Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. And and really, because of having spent the last, you know, six seasons before this one, you know, playing in Canada, playing for the Ottawa Fury, what was this experience like spending, let me go, from, from February 1 till November 1st, so doing the quick counting fingers and toes here, uh, you basically spent, what, nine months uh, away from home. What was that experience like for you? 
Yeah, it was definitely an adjustment, um, and certainly a, a much bigger one given you know how the how the year panned sure. out uh, health wise, I suppose. But uh, yeah, you know, I, my my girlfriend was able to come down for the majority of the year, and, and the guys on the team, and you know, the staff, everyone involved in the organization, just so welcoming, and, you know, makes it feel like home, you know, right away. So uh, it's a pretty seamless transition. But yeah, obviously, miss home, miss family, and. Uh, yeah, it's nice to be to be back for for a little bit here. All right, when you look back to, to 2020, strictly from a soccer standpoint, obviously you played half of a season. Everybody did from what they normally would, and then you played about yeah. half of that. Yeah. Uh, you know, from an injury standpoint. Yeah. So overall, health wise, how are you feeling right now? Yeah, I feel fine now. Uh, yeah, it was just an unfortunate injury that I picked up that took uh, took a while to heal, and it just happened to come at a time where we played so many games and such a short period of time that you know given different timing maybe it would have only been two or three games but because of how it was you know missing five six seven games or whatever it was uh it was tough but health wise i'm back to full health now 100 percent, and uh yeah just eager to you know get something started again soon uh, it's going to be a long off season for us you know with again so many question marks surrounding the, the start of the, the league again so we're all itching to get back, and yeah, I can't wait. Again, Carl Haworth, our guest here on Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5. The fan, the first batch of player signees or, or, or those that are returning for 2021 have been announced, and obviously you're a part of it. My guess would be the plan was for you to be here for at least two years, if not longer, all along. So, again, is, is, is this, in your mind, that big of a deal that you're coming back to the Indy 11 for 2021? Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was definitely something that I, you know, wanted to do, sign a, a kind of a longer-term deal as opposed to just the one-year thing. So, uh, yeah, I always knew I was, you know, expecting to come back uh, and really excited about it. And, yeah, just we'll, we'll see how the year goes. And who knows, maybe it'll uh, maybe it'll get extended. But I'm just, yeah, happy to get back, happy to get started again. You know, I really want to kind of put things right in terms of how Indy 11 you know, how we did last year, given the, the talent that we have and who we have coming back, I think it'll be a good year for us. Obviously, again, there have been five that have been announced so far. There, frankly, will be more uh, that will be announced over the course of the next few days. But but just, I guess, overall, you just touched on it. You, you, knowing the talent that is in the room, the talent that is on the roster, how do you go about making things right uh, on improving from, from what went wrong uh, this past season? Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of analyzing, uh, you know, over the, the last few weeks, you know, especially right after the season, you kind of, look back and reflect and kind of see where, you know, where things kind of went wrong or where they unraveled a little bit. And, uh, you know, we're very aware of a lot of those things. So we have to come together even stronger as a group. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's such a good group of guys. Guys gel really easy. So it's about building on that and, you know, fixing a couple little things here. I think they're just minor, minor tweaks that need to be, you know, adjusted. So uh, hopefully nothing too drastic and we can, get it right from the start and address those issues and you know prevent them from from creeping in again i'll ask you about two specific players of the guys that are coming back because of the attack-minded players there are guys that you'll work with we hope for 30 games or more uh, in 2021 knowing your fellow canadian and tyler pasher is coming back with you and that ioze a guy that you have now played with or against for the better part of the last eight years uh yeah. j- j- just what's it like knowing those two guys are on the same side as you again this coming season it's about uh, keeping the core core group of guys, those talented guys around, and then building off that. So, you know, someone like Ioze coming back and the talent that he has, you know, the leadership that he shows, the ability that, you know, he can unlock a game at any given moment is massive. Uh, and, it, you know, at least I know I'm not playing against him again, so that's always a good thing. <laughs> He doesn't make it easy for you. And then, you know, obviously with Pash, his uh, tremendous speed, his awareness, ability to get him behind it makes uh, you know, myself and I always, it makes our job a lot easier trying to play those balls behind. You know, we always know where it's going to be. He's always a willing runner. And, uh, yeah, he's always good for a few assists for us. So that's always a nice one to have back. 
No doubt about that. Before we let you go, uh, unfortunately, we'll kind of end this on, on a bit of sad news, not as it pertains to the Indy 11, but to the soccer world in general. And I know your age, I believe early 30s, uh, if I have that correct, or right around the age of yep. 30. Um, so you were too young to see Diego Maradona play in in, in his absolute yeah. prime or, or his peak. And frankly, I wasn't connected enough to the game to see have seen him play all that much in, in his prime or his peak. But in terms of going back and kind of studying the history of the sport, was he a, a guy you ever watched or knew that much about as, as a kid growing up and, and playing this sport? Yeah, so initially my, my first kind of introduction to Maradona and who he was was, you know, with being English and coming from an English background was, you know, the, the hand of hand God. Hand of God, yep. And, and that game in particular. So he he was somebody that I despised initially, like as, as a kid learning about him, learning what he did in that particular game, in that particular instance. Um you know, it kind of tainted my image of him. But, you know, that aside and going back and just watching his his attitude towards the game, it's kind of free-flowing, like just joy of the game, uh, his, his passion, the, the ability. And, uh, it was the joy to, joy to watch, really. And such a sad moment. You know, Salter's lost a huge, huge personality there. Um, and at least what it's doing now is it's opening – people's eyes to the good things about Maradona, you know, his, his play and, and everything like that. So seeing all these kind of clips coming up and surfacing now and, and remembering exactly what he was like as a player, it's, uh, it's nice. And like I said, painted image from the start, but uh, turn that around from just kind of digging a bit deeper. And I encourage everyone to go back and watch any, any highlights of Wonderful perspective, uh, and it is great to have that perspective back on the Indy 11 for at least one more year. Happy Thanksgiving, even if for you it was like weeks ago. Uh, happier that you are back with the Indy 11 for at least year number two. And thanks for the time, my friend. Uh, good to catch up with you. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, and uh, thanks for having me. And again, I thought we only saw a fraction of what Carl was capable of this year, uh, and you saw him be a big part of the tack early in the year that lone game against Memphis, and then obviously early in the season against St. Louis in Sporting Kansas City too. Carl then got hurt four days later against Pittsburgh in that massive 1-0 victory and just couldn't find the rhythm after he got back, you know, a, a month later. You miss a month in a compacted season, he missed, you know, a third to half of the year the way things played out. So not surprised that he's coming back for another year. And you even heard Martin kind of allude to there might be a slightly different role. Remember, Carl has played both as an attacking player and as more of a right back in his career as well. We'll see if how that plays out going forward for the Indy 11. Again, more player signings uh, coming up, uh, I would expect, in the very near future. But the six that have been announced so far, Pasher, Penn, Haworth, Hackshaw, Farr, and Ioze with more to come. We'll step away from the Indy 11. we got good reason to do so. Because, frankly, one of the voices of American soccer is joining us next. John Strong from Fox Sports. Always enjoy my conversations with him. We've got another good one coming your way after this. You are listening to Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Tullamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew, Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant and Sons, Inc., New York, New York. Our health is among our most valuable possession, yet we regularly ignore our aches and pains. Dr. Sarita Sharp of Alpha Health and Wellness can show you the benefits of chiropractic care for you and your entire family. Call now to schedule your consultation at Alpha Health and Wellness. Call 317-459-1805. Dr. Sharp and Alpha Health and Wellness have Indy 11's back. Who has yours? Don't delay. Call Dr. Sharp today at 317-459-1805. Need to renew your registration? Skip the line and the stress with 24-hour BMV Connect kiosks. BMV Connect gives Hoosiers the option to visit a kiosk anytime, day or night, seven days a week, and complete multiple BMV transactions. So if your license plate is expiring soon, stop by a BMV Connect kiosk today to print your vehicle registration sticker, renew your driver's license, and more. Find BMV Connect kiosk locations across Indiana at in.gov slash BMV. BMV Connect. Driven by you. 
Save a Spot from Community Health Network makes it easy to find the closest MedCheck location, see up-to-date wait times, and get text reminders, all from your phone or computer. So even if you sprain your ankle in the morning, you can still keep your dinner plans that night. Don't put your life on hold. Use mobile scheduling and make your way into a community med check. Visit ecommunity.com slash save a spot to learn more. Community Health Network. Exceptional care. Simply delivered. Stand by me. What if it were your job to make the world a more beautiful, colorful place? At PPG, they think that's something everyone needs to do. PPG creates, invents, and formulates amazing paints, coatings, and materials so they can make the world run faster, stronger, fresher, smarter, cooler, lighter, greener, and better for the next generation that comes along. PPG, protecting and beautifying the world. A luxurious oasis awaits you at Sophia Square Apartments in the heart of Carmel's Arts and Design District. Just steps from the Monon, Sophia Square Apartments offers custom design apartments with soaring ceilings, sleek finishes, walk-in closets, a resort-style pool, and a party deck with Wi-Fi access. Use the 24-hour fitness center and visit with trainers and exercise coaches. Sophia Square offers amazing dining and shopping options like the Pint Room, Main Street Poke, and more. Call 317-815-0110 to schedule a tour at Sophia Square Apartments today. Tullamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew, Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant & Sons, Inc. New York, New York. That's a way to use your head. It's Soccer Saturday on The Fan. Welcome back. It is Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. I'm going to let you behind the curtain a little bit here because this is a holiday episode of the show. This one is in the can, uh, as we would say in the radio business, from a couple of days ago. Wanted to get the show done before the holiday. But from a timing standpoint, uh, some amazing things happen. First of all, we're taping this interview that you're hearing now on Wednesday morning, the night after a triple header of Major League Soccer action, which was typical MLS playoffs. We'll get to that in a moment. We are also putting this interview together literally as the news of the passing of Diego Maradona at the age of 60 has happened. And yes, we have some U.S. men's national team conversation I want to get to as well. Always enjoy our conversations with this gentleman. Once you hear his voice, you'll know who it is, but for the sake of consistency, I'll introduce him to you. He is the lead soccer announcer for Fox Sports. It is John Strong that joins us. Hello, my friend. How you doing? Greg, great to be back with you. Uh, hello to the future. If you are hearing this on the radio Saturday, <laughs> by the standards of 2020, we've done okay. Exactly. So that, that's, a, that's a good sign there. But yes, I am here on Wednesday morning, somewhat mentally hungover from the last couple of days and uh, trying to recharge the tank here before we, uh, before we go again Tuesday, Wednesday night. You've already alluded to the gift that keeps on giving that, that is 2020. <laughs> so since you're up for MLS playoffs, we'll go that direction first. If I come to you in February and say, hey, listen, um, in, in November, you're going to call an MLS quarterfinal, uh, Eastern Conference quarterfinal, featuring Nashville and Toronto, and the game would be played in East Hartford, Connecticut, and you won't actually be in person to call it, your response would have been what? Uh, I, well, scratching my head a little bit. Okay, how do we get from point A to point B there? Because Nashville's in the Western Conference. I, right. I think it's that that was as good an example of just how how wildly different everything has become, and yet how normal it all has started to feel. I guess in some ways, yeah, okay, we're Connecticut, sure, fine. You know, it's uh, and yeah, I think that's what we're seeing. The teams that are. It's interesting. Peter Vermees, Kansas City coach, said this to us the other day. He said, you know, I never realized players could be so adaptable and so malleable. We, we get so caught up historically in professional athletes are all about routine and normalcy. You have to keep distractions out. Don't bring real-world things into the locker room. Keep things as, as perfect and normal as you can. And he said, I, I think we've shown that, that they can handle stuff. And, and that's what we're seeing. The teams that are adaptable, malleable, bring the right attitude to work every day, um, can deal with stuff as they come up. Those are the teams that are being successful. And it's not to say that Toronto is some, you know, brittle, broken version of itself. I, I do think the, the fatigue of those two months out of a hotel in Connecticut away from family and home and normalcy, I think, took their toll. But 
look at the teams that we're seeing in the make the later stages, similar to the later stages of the MLS's back tournament. It's the teams that can go, okay, you know, what's next? What do we got to do? And, and also, I think teams that are realizing that 2020 is giving them an opportunity to win a championship that they would not have had had everything been normal. In a, in a full, regular, normal season, does Nashville finish top eight of a Western Conference? In a full, normal, regular season, do we see some of the things that we've seen? Does LAFC get knocked out because they don't have four starters? Right. Does Toronto get worn down in the way that they do? So um, that's what makes us really, beyond the, the chaos and the parity that already exists in MLS, um, the extra layers on top, and I think the added motivation of some teams that are saying to themselves, if not out loud, at least in their minds, hey, guys, this might be our best shot for a long time to win a trophy. So let, let's make sure we're taking opportunity here. I don't want to shortchange anything, you know, what, what any team accomplishes in 2020 from a good standpoint. Philadelphia should be darn proud that they won the Supporters' Shield. Portland should be proud of the fact they won MLS's back. Whomever wins the Cup a couple of weeks down the road, there should be no asterisk attached to it. But if you don't do well... It, does it make it very easy to write off what happened this year because we all shrug our shoulders and simply say it's 2020? Yes, absolutely. And, and, I, and I think it's – and I made this joke a few months ago in an interview where, yeah, there's 26 teams in MLS and, and 25 of them will say, nah, you know, there's a big old asterisk on this. And one team will be like, yeah, no, we got a trophy. We're good, thanks. You're right. Um, and I, and I do think that there's some correlation that can be put into some teams that have had recent success that have been, I won't name names, but I think there are some teams that have been recently very successful who have been quicker to make the mental leap to, you know what, it's not going to be our year. Let's not risk ourselves. Let's not go crazy. Let's sort of regroup for next year. Now, the funny thing of it is, how many of those teams do actually have to in one sense, sort of turn the engine back on in a matter of weeks for this restarted CONCACAF Champions League. And I don't know how thrilled Atlanta United are that, you know, they, they have to overturn a 3 deal deficit to Club America, having sort of sent guys away, but they got to come back in. LAFC, I'm interested to see. I think, again, they're going to look at this going, listen, we just play a playoff game without four starters. <laughs> Our MVP's on one leg. You know, what is this? Can they get themselves healthy and have a chip on their shoulder for a one-off with Cruz Azul on the 15th or 16th of December and still win a trophy out of the year? So, so there's still sort of oddities on top of it. But, yes, absolutely, I think big picture, uh, it's a little bit easier for some teams to be like, ah, you know what, this is what it is. But, but we're also, in doing that, and this, this is where I caution that attitude a little bit, you're making a few assumptions about what 2021 will be like. Right. And, and that's where I, I've talked to so many athletes over the years, particularly guys who, who, let's say they end up in a team, they get drafted into it or homegrown, where in their first couple years in the league they're battling for championships. And they get, it. oh, this is always going to be like this. It's always going to be like this where I, I'm playing for a title. <laughs> And now they're 15-year veterans, and they're like, it was not always like that. I, 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 do think, I do think you have to be careful making assumptions about, ah, we'll get them next year. Well, what is next year going to be like? And, and not this again, I don't want to oversell the point, but, but that's where I, I'm not interested in arguments or discussions about the big old asterisk on 2020, because if anything else, what it did is it made it more challenging to be successful. And I think the teams that are successful within these extra challenges – if anything, maybe deserve slightly more credit than than they would if it was sort of a regular, normal, in air quotes type year. Well, let's talk about a couple of games you did a week or two ago that, again, didn't count for anything. But, man, it was sure good to see them back on the field. And it was good to see some new young faces back on the field as well. What takeaways do you uh, p- pull from nil-nil Wales, 6-2 Panama for the U.S. men's national team a couple of weeks back? You know, it's funny, Greg, because it, it, it's sort of three years to the week of the, the first game after Cuba, the first game after they had failed to qualify for the World Cup, and it was a bunch of young kids, Weston McKinney was amongst them, that played a game in Portugal, got a draw. And in that game, oh, you know, look at these young guys and building the foundation for the future. And I feel like we've been having the same conversation for three years now. And, and some of that is because of the pandemic this year. If you want to say 2018 was a lost year as the Federation restructured itself and they ended up with Burhalter as coach, well, this year they just didn't play. I mean, we should be halfway done with World Cup qualifying right now under the original schedule. So there's an element to which everything got stopped for external reasons. In saying that, 
one of the, the things that has been few and far between is a men's national team game where everyone's excited coming in and everyone's excited leaving it. Um, and oddly enough, the Trinidad and Tobago game at the Gold Cup uh, in 2019 is one that stands out for that reason. And that's what I got out of these. You know, the Wales game was, it was again, guys that had a day and a half of practice that were meeting each other for the first time. It was a bit wonky. Um, you saw it come and start to click a little bit um, in the game against Panama. There's some good young players on this team. And guys that might be inexperienced on the international level, but are getting some tremendous experience at their clubs. And that's one of the things where I always laugh at, you know, how it, why isn't this guy played for the national team yet? And it's like, this guy's barely played professional soccer yet. Like, you have to, you have to crawl before you can walk. But you're getting, even Gio Reyna, as young as he is, the, the type of reps he's getting at Dortmund now, getting regular experience. And let's not forget, I think there's been a couple of guys, Walker Zimmerman and Jordan Morris, chief among them, who have put in performances the last couple of days in the playoffs going, hey, don't forget about us over here. You know, again, that was that was not a Greg Berhalter sort of shifting his focus to Europe. That was the realities of the pandemic of how that team was picked. But it's been interesting. I don't think it's a deliberate thing, just interesting to see some of the MLS-based guys going, hey, you know, there's still a role for us here on this team as well. Let's not go too far. And, and that'll be interesting to see how – sort of the two separate national teams right now, how does it merge back together, hopefully in March? Much more likely you would think in June, because we're talking about some big competitions this summer, and we're talking about World Cup qualifying in, in September of next year, hopefully. And I did a, a new recent interview where I said, you know, the World Cup starts in two years this week, and the, it was a morning news anchor who said, I feel like that's a long time away. What am I missing? And I said, <laughs> you're right, it is. In international soccer, though, two years is pretty quick. Two years is about the equivalent of two months for a club team for the amount of games you play. This thing's coming down the pipeline quick. And so to see some relationships building, to see some players standing out, to see some players sort of making it clear to everyone, hey, this is my spot. This is, you, know, you can put my name in the lineup now. That's a very, very good thing. That'll bode well because the, the, the ramp up to the big games is going to be very, very disjointed, even, even you know, going into 2021. And, and sort of through the first half of the year. John, so much more ground we can cover on both of those first two topics, but let's also talk about what kind of fell in our lap. Sadly, on Wednesday, uh, the latest example of, of 2020, we lost an absolute soccer icon in Diego Maradona. And, and again, my I have vague memories as a kid of watching him in the 86 World Cup. You're younger than me, so it might even be for you, perhaps seeing him play some level of club soccer after that in the thousands of, of, of conversations you've had about the sport in prepping for games, a broadcast, etc. Did Diego's name come up on, on a semi-regular basis? You know what's interesting? So I've just finished reading a wonderful book by James Montague called uh, When Friday Comes, and it's sort of... Uh uh, he basically a travel log, but also a study of soccer in the Middle East. And it's an incredible book if, if you're someone like me that is fascinated by the Middle East and wants sort of an easy way into sort of understanding the culture and the history and the dynamics. It's a fantastic book. Bob Bradley writes the, the foreword for it. There, there's a story he tells of when Qatar was opening up their um, big Aspire Academy, and that was sort of their first dipping their toe in the water of being a player and eventually hosting the World Cup. They brought Maradona and Pele in together for this big event, paid him a stupid amount of money and brought him in. And James Montague was watching as these hundreds of international journalists that have been flown in are flocking towards Maradona, are falling over themselves to be near him, but are somewhat less interested in Pele. And he's trying to figure out what's the difference here. Two legendary players, one of whom has gotten in so much trouble, has had so many issues in his life, has had so much broken about him. The other, Pele, who sort of you know, put on this very perfect veneer, never really caused trouble, never really said too much controversial. Why is it that one seems to be more beloved than the other? And that was exactly the reason. Maradona, because he was so broken, because he was so flawed, because he was so real in that way, more than sort of a heavily constructed, fortified, you know, marketing machine that Pele became, that was as much as his skill on the soccer field, why Diego Maradona was so beloved. And it is always interesting to me. Someone like him who, you know, he was 60, his health hadn't been pristine. I don't know that you can say it is a shock that he passes away when he does. And yet you see the outpouring of emotion of 
you know, it affects people's their memories of their youth. You know, Maradona dying is a reflection on their own age. The fact that, that people could see parts of themselves in him. I think those dynamics are always interesting when someone passes away. But the, this duopoly of Maradona and Pele, but also how it relates to our modern-day duopoly of Ronaldo and Lionel Messi. And are either of those two really actually as truly beloved as Diego Maradona is. Respected, admired as players, no doubt. But that there was a connection Maradona seemed to have with people that went above and beyond any other player we have yet seen. And I think it's because there was this sense of there's nothing being constructed. There's no PR team here. There's no social media team here. There's just Diego in all of his flawed glory. John, you're the best, my friend. Always enjoy our conversations. Always love you on the call. Look forward to watching the Western Conference semis on Tuesday and Wednesday on FS1. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, Greg. Really appreciate it. Back to wrap it up next. Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fam. Proud sponsor of Indy 11, Diamond Brothers Insurance is committed to partnering with businesses and individuals locally, nationally, and globally, providing exceptional insurance products and service for over 150 years. The team at Diamond is proud of their commitment to the community. Value-driven, service-focused, and experienced, Diamond is your partner for business, personal, bond, and life health needs. Contact Kristen Inzer or one of their team members at 317-853-3500 or visit diamondbros.com. Need to renew your registration? Skip the line and the stress with 24-hour BMV Connect kiosks. BMV Connect gives Hoosiers the option to visit a kiosk anytime, day or night, seven days a week, and complete multiple BMV transactions. So if your license plate is expiring soon, stop by a BMV Connect kiosk today to print your vehicle registration sticker, renew your driver's license, and more. Find BMV Connect kiosk locations across Indiana at in.gov BMV. BMV Connect. Driven by you. The cost of health care can be intimidating, but with the Pricing Support Center from Community Health Network, you get real people providing real estimates based on your specific health care coverage, so you'll know the cost of your care beforehand. Whatever you need, from x-rays to surgery, you can be confident about your health and sure of what it costs. Learn more about Community's Pricing Support Center at ecommunity.com slash pricing. Community Health Network. Exceptional care. Simply delivered. Stand by me. Whether you've got your eye on a road-hugging sports car, a tough-working truck, or a fuel-sipping hybrid, make sure you get a 1.99% APR auto loan from Indiana Members Credit Union, too. There are no application fees and no payments for up to 90 days. So hit the open road or backcountry trail with 1.99% APR financing from IMCU. Visit IMCU.com or your nearest IMCU branch for details. Rates as low as 1.99% APR on purchase or refinance. 2018 to 2020 models subject to credit approval. Federally insured by NCUA. Experience exclusive living at the Olivia Luxury Residences and Shops. From modern high-end finishes to a luxurious amenities center, elevated pool, and aqua lounge, no detail is overlooked in the Olivia Luxury Apartment Residences. Step outside and enjoy great food at Bar Louie, Verde Cantina, Rosie's Cafe, or Sugar Creek Winery. The Olivia is walking distance from the Monon Trail and Carmel's Arts and Design District. Call 317-660-2400 to schedule a tour at the Olivia Apartments today. Need to renew your registration? Skip the line and the stress with 24-hour BMV Connect kiosks. BMV Connect gives Hoosiers the option to visit a kiosk anytime, day or night, seven days a week, and complete multiple BMV transactions. So if your license plate is expiring soon, stop by a BMV Connect kiosk today to print your vehicle registration sticker, renew your driver's license, and more. Find BMV Connect kiosk locations across Indiana at in.gov slash BMV. BMV Connect. Driven by you. That's a way to use your head. It's Soccer Saturday on The Fan. Simply put, we are out of time. Thank you so much to Martin Running, to Carl Haworth, and as well to John Strong. A fantastic show. Frankly, we could have easily gone longer on the program today. Expect more Indy 11 news and more Indy 11 guests on the show next week. Gotta go. Thanks for listening. Soccer Saturday, 93.5, 107.5, The Fan. 
Thanks for listening to Soccer Saturday, brought to you by Honda. Proud to be the automotive sponsors of Indy 11 and by Community Health. Dream big, work hard, finish strong. For more information, log on to 1075thefan.com or indy11.com. The holidays are bustling with activity. Handle it all with Happy Honda Days. Bringing skis to the cabin? The Honda CRV and HRV make it easy. Take on the season with financing as low as 0.9% APR on the 2020 CRV and as low as 1.9% APR on the 2021 HRV on select models for well qualified buyers. See dealer for financing details. Formed through the combination of Fagri Baker Daniels and Drinker Biddle and Wreath, Fagri Drinker opened its doors in 2020 with a commitment to being a different kind of law firm. A full-service, international firm that brings clients fresh ideas. A culture that prides itself on collaboration, knowing we are better together. A promise to deliver excellence without arrogance. And above all, a mission to put their clients first, all the time. Fagri Drinker has served Indianapolis since 1863. They're proud of their community roots and proud to support the Indy 11. The Crown Plaza Indianapolis Downtown Union Station is proud to be the official hotel of the Indy 11. With over 55,000 square feet of function space, including the exquisite Grand Hall Ballroom, you'll experience superior customer service and an environment unmatched for character, history, and ambiance. After your event or meeting, retire to one of 273 upscale overnight rooms, including authentic Pullman train car guest rooms. For more information, call the Crown Plaza Indianapolis Downtown at 236-7458. What if it were your job to make the world a more beautiful, colorful place? At PPG, they think that's something everyone needs to do. PPG creates, invents, and formulates amazing paints, coatings, and materials so they can make the world run faster, stronger, fresher, smarter, cooler, lighter, greener, and better for the next generation that comes along. PPG. Protecting and beautifying the world. At Community Health Network, we know you have a lot to juggle. That's why there's Community MyChart, so you can manage your health on your time. Schedule appointments with your morning coffee. Check your test results during a timeout at the ballgame. Request refills or pay bills while streaming your favorite show. Ask your community provider to sign you up for MyChart today. Learn more at ecommunity.com slash MyChart. Community Health Network. Exceptional care. Simply delivered. Stand by Head to Court Furniture Clearance Center for up to 70% off new retail prices. Stock is updated regularly, so you never know what kind of treasures you'll find. They offer a wide variety of stylish furniture for any budget, and every piece is court certified, so you can let your personality show in every room. Mention Radio 20 and get 20% off any item in the store near I-65 and Lafayette Road. Online at court.com. Refresh your home with stylish finds from Court Furniture Clearance Center. 